panoply, panorama, panpipe, pansy, aha, pansexual, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855 AM digital and 3cr.org.au.
3CR, 855am, 3CR digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand. Out of the Pan with Sally, first broadcasting, noon till one every Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. 3CR proudly broadcasts from the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations and we pay respects to any Elders past, present and emerging and any Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people tuning in to the show today from whichever land you're on and also any Indigenous peoples anywhere around the world. Welcome to you. And in a, on this continent, the land was stolen and never ceded. And a lot of the language used in this show is more of an Anglo-Saxon or um, um, type of nature and acknowledging that on many of the lands on this continent, sister girls and brother boys have been around for tens of thousands of years as part of those Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples. If you want to get in touch with the program, lots of ways to do it in this day and age of technology, as someone I know was um, is prone to say. Um, you can do it by um, emailing out of the pan 855 at gmail.com. You can SMS 61456. 751215, tweet at Sal Gold said so, and that's the bottom line, and look for the posts on Facebook on uh, my page, Sally Goldner AM, the only band to be on perhaps, and also out of the pan, 3CR 855 AM Melbourne, and any opinions on this program are strictly my own and not necessarily those of any organisation with which I've been associated past or present. Um, Also... Um, thanks to the crew from Out of the Blue, diving deep for the marine news, as they do every Sunday from 11.30 till noon. Um, also, content warnings for the show today. There'll be discussion of issues around policing and mention of sexual harassment following a report at um, from Melbourne University. Also, be having a look on at other things on the show today, um, an update on the fan- fantastic Transdemic podcast, and we had a repeat of um, the interview with Sam Elkin from a few weeks ago last week and um, Roving um, SMSed in um, saying that uh, Roving was enjoying it. Thanks, Roving. Good to have um, your contact. Um, should add, at the time of going to air today, um, there have been some issues apparently with Telstra's NBN now, um, trying to keep on top of that. Um, so, you know, if you are on NBN, um, could be some issues. I always joke that when I came out in 1995... Um, the only internet was dial-up, um, and I'm wondering how Zoom would have gone um, on that. Um, and um, the update um, in from 23 minutes ago at 9 past midday on a Sunday is that Telstra have identified the issue. This is according to their Twitter handle, uh, Twitter account. Quote, we've identified the issue and are working on it. Some of our domain name servers used to route your traffic online are experiencing a cyber attack. Ooh, knowing as a denial of service. DOS, that's a bad operating, that's an old operating system you should upgrade. Um, your info isn't at risk. We're doing all we can to get you back online. Um, update two minutes ago, coming in far, thick and, thick and fast. We're blocking the malicious traffic, attacking some of our services. We're confident we've blocked it all and are working to get you back up and running again. Thanks for sticking with us. Oh, dear. What a nasty world it is when people do cyber attacks and all sorts of attacks, which we're going to talk a bit about in a very serious way today. Um, So, yeah, um, other topics, as I say, Transdemic, um, the fabulous um, podcast, um, continues to roll on and also um, be having a look at um, some stuff that you can connect with in these times um, because the Transdemic podcast talks about how we are overcoming social isolation and, well, there have been some pros of it, um, which is interesting enough. So 
Yeah. Well, I wanted to talk about a report that was, um, or a result of an investigation, first of all, and this is where I'll give a content warning for mention of sexual harassment, whereby um, someone, there were multiple complaints about a person and they're all dismissed. Now, I don't obviously know all the facts of that. I don't have aspects um, to that, uh, sorry, access to that report. But I would be deeply concerned that um, so much of sexual harassment always seems to fall down. Um, And um, there is a um, real um, issue going on about how the process works. You know, people say, oh, but we've got a justice system. Well, let's go and see where this, you know, legal system started. It really started and really or really developed as a system for trade and commerce and to dispute, um, to resolve disputes about that. And yes, there are some good principles in it, but are they really the sort of thing to be resolving um, human um, type of issues such as sexual harassment, um, intimate partner violence, those sorts of things? I'm not so sure. And we really, I think, need to be considering that. Um, Then there needs to be a greater balance. It's not just about legal dots and commas and technicalities. And so I wedge my tongue firmly in my cheek and say some of my best friends are lawyers and I tolerate their lifestyle to us. Seriously, yes, um, the law is important. But, you know, does the law sometimes consider all the human principles involved? Sometimes the law blatantly ignores feelings, for example, well, feelings exist and emotions exist. And there's so many other aspects of this as well. I mean, don't get me started in life. Don't get me started on cognitive behavioral therapy um, and how what a limited mode of support that is in psychology and psychiatry, where a male designed system. Remember, the first DSM emerged out of World War Two army psychiatry. How much does it get that um, we you know, developed our psychiatric system um, based on wartime conditions? Hardly um, empathic and sensitive, not. Um, but um, when we have these systems that are set up with unconscious bias in the first place, and I'm going to link this into the next segment, then I wonder if we're getting the right, you know, if it's we need to question the question, not um, in that sense. And I think there needs to be a huge revamp of these systems um, that look and how we look at these things. And... I know this sounds like a long time ago, but in February, if I can be dry humoured, at a conference I went to hosted by Deakin University and um, declaring interest that they paid for accommodation so I didn't have to travel through peak hour traffic. Um, but, um, that was the payment I got. And I spoke and I heard at this conference another speaker, and I'm sorry I can't remember the name um, immediately, but they spoke about how people on the receiving end of sexual harassment on campus Yes, to some extent they wanted justice, but they just wanted to feel validated and affirmed and heard. And when we have a system that you know makes you prove um, that you were sexually harassed, I mean, what are you supposed... You can't really do that. What are you supposed to do? Walk around with a webcam on your head 100% of the time? And, and is, even that is not necessarily protection, which again I'll come back to in the next segment on the next topic. So we need a better system. We certainly need um, systems and processes for justice that are designed by people with the lived expertise, not um, white, cisgender, middle-class professionals, etc., etc. And certainly when the majority of sexual harassment is um, perpetrated by badly behaved cisgender 
um, heterosexual males, certainly we um, need to look at a range of um, things that come up with um, that allow for um, the people, yes, the major- absolute numbers of majority, I said cisgender heterosexual women, but of course, women, anyone can harass anyone, so we need to be looking for all forms of unconscious bias. People are traumatised by this, um, by these sorts of behaviours, and yet um, they're then put through a system where they're treated like they're some sort of liar. And of course, um, you know, when you know, when we have this level of unconscious bias, try talking about anything other than cisgender heteronormative approaches and you get, you know, a lot of the time in most circles, blank looks. So um, a big issue there. Welcome your thoughts on it, um, if you have them, um, on all the means of contact out of the pan 855 at gmail.com, um, SMS 61456751215. What would you like to see done to start, um, well, preventing sexual harassment and better ways to respond to it. What do we need to do to change? Um, you can tweet at Sal God Said So or look for the posts on Facebook on my page, Sally Goldner and out at the and 3CR 855 AM Melbourne. In the meantime, we opened up musically today with Paul Kelly, Nothing On My Mind, which, well, I've got to say is almost a pretty good way to be at the moment. I'll come back to that before the end of the show. Um, and... Also, um, continuing the musical theme for today, um, well, um, I'm not an expert on climate change. Lots of great shows on 3CR, um, Out of the Blue, looking at marine environment news, Earth Matters, to name but two, um, and um, many others. But, um, well, apparently London recorded some of its hottest days on record this week. So here's a track from an album by the late Glenn Fry, a live album that came out in the 1990s and a track called Strange Weather. 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, and 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. Put your hand in mine I feel the 
For an easy way to keep up with your annual 3CR subscription, you can now set up an annual debit from your bank account or credit card, and once a year your payment will be automatically deducted. You can cancel at any time and you'll get a reminder each year before payment. Be a constant supporter of Melbourne's precious independent community radio station and set up a recurring payment today. Just go to 3cr.org.au forward slash subscribe. has all kinds of music programs for you to hear. From blues to hip-hop, reggae, classical, punk, jazz, soul, indigenous, experimental, indie, metal and other music styles. Check out 3cr.org.au on the World Wide Web for more info.
3CR, 8.55am, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. First broadcasting noon to one every Sunday afternoon covering pansexual issues, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. Um, 3CR as a station um, has music knowing no boundaries of sex, gender or genre. Um, this station, um, this show, unfortunately, does not contribute to that with too much classic rock in my best commercial radio voice. Oh, yeah. Um, we had just had, though, a wonderful track from a wonderful artist, Glenn Fry. Sadly left us four and a half years ago. That's from a 1990s, um, 1993 live album, um, logically called Glenn Fry Live. Logic. One of those 19th, 20th century concepts that disappeared somewhere. Um, anyway, strange weather. Yeah, seriously. Um, you know, London having its hottest on record many moons ago, 1994. I was in London when it was, um, I think, about 28 or something for three days in a row. And boy, was it steamy. Um, and not in a sexy way either. Um, something very, very seriously content warning, talking about some police issues now, um, which um, will, well, will get people steamed up in a sense, but um, um, hopefully in a constructive way. Um, during the week, we had the announcement, the verdict in a court case of um, four, of three police officers who were charged with assault over the interaction with a disability pensioner. Um, to recap, um, around four years ago, the police were six police. Now, why six? I don't know. Were called to the house of a disability pensioner, and the disability pensioner's security camera showed the police hosing him down and going, saying things, oh, you're liking that, are you? That sort of thing. Um, Not really um, that good. Now, I don't, I don't, I, you know, I haven't yet to see why there was a need to have six police, yet to see why there was a need to hose the person down. I don't understand that at all. But um, lo and behold, um, that's what happened. Now, what has happened, the verdicts is that three police only were charged, and I'll come back to that in a second, but three police um, have had a total of um, less less than $5,000 in fines imposed on them. Now, depending on who's paying that, <clears throat> sorry, that's an inadequate sentence in my opinion and probably comes out of someone's petty cash tin. Um, and I just have real problems when these sorts of things happen. And let's, you know, let's get rid of all the arguments first. Oh, the police have a difficult job. Well, yes, they do, but it doesn't um, justify assault. Is it reasonable force? There's been no evidence presented, as far as I'm concerned, that the pensioner was um, a threat to them. And the thing is here, and this is where the linkage comes into the last segment, um, yes, there was footage there, and even still there's only a slap on the wrist, or some might say a one-finger-on-the-wrist sort of fine, but... um, you know, what happens to people who don't walk around with a webcam on their head? And how many times do police get away, you know, the poor, the bad element of police get away with this? And the problem is, you know, I know what, um, I can almost hear commercial radio people saying, well, we've got to have confidence in the police force. Yeah, we do. But when the police get away with these sorts of things, one police officer, in this case three, get away with such a slap on the wrist, to me, that's not going to help confidence at all and is highly problematic that um, that happens. So we can go on and on about this. And, you know, police will say, oh, we're looking at our interactions with disability. When the situation happened with Dean Laidley in um, uh, earlier this year, around May, at St Kilda Police Station, I oh, will educate the police on transgender issues. 
Yes, those are reasonable steps. But are we, when we do that, looking at, we'll say, um, symptoms, not causes, or to use another analogy, we're just sort of trimming off one strand of an unwanted undergrowth in the garden rather than uprooting it completely. What are the roots? What are the root causes of these issues? Because there's a few. One is there were six police interacting. Why were three standing around watching? What prevented them holding, you know, tapping their mates on the shoulder and saying, hey, look, is this really necessary? What sort of culture is going on on the police that there isn't um, a sense, there's this constant sense of, oh, police have to stick together? Well, um, that's all very well, but if it covers up things that are not good enough and there are these deep-rooted unconscious biases, then, Houston, that's problematic. What else do we need to consider? That when there is a possible breach of some sort of, uh, of some sort of alleged issue of discrimination, you can't just have, you know, in this case, ablest police investigating police. Um, and that, to me, is problematic. So there needs to be equal numbers on a panel of people who have, no, A, no uh, police, yes, but B, people who have no past or present connection to police, or at least, say, five, maybe ten years, who have specialists in the group in question, in this case, disability, or if it's trans issues, trans people. Because it seems to me that there's police with either... It doesn't matter really whether it's conscious or unconscious bias. I think we've had enough time on all of these issues to start looking at it. And it's not good enough that we have, you know, sort of... Yes, there's police working groups been involved in those, and I could just say the, um, the places I've been and the stories I could tell in response to that sort of thing. But we do have problems here. And the thing is, if we do do this properly, cooperatively, transparently, equally... Surely that's going to increase confidence in police. People will be more trustful. Um, When I used to go to do community encounters over around a nine-year period at the police academy, then um, former GLOW and then um, heavily involved in training at community encounters, um, now left the Victoria Police, Scott Davis. Hello, Dan, if you're down in Tassie listening, Scotty. Um, good, good taste in music, by the way, when I made a post on the Dingoes, this classic Australian rock band, some years ago. I think you were the only person who liked it. But um, Scotty um, used to tell a story of how a person had some information on drug dealing and went to their local police station to report it. This person dressed and looked an unusual way, and when they, while they were waiting at the counter of the police station, um, heard um, a police officer from the back say, and I'll moderate this a little, but content warning for just general, um, you know, um, dis- bad attitudes, have a look at this F dot dot KWIT. And the person didn't, um, just walked out. Thankfully, someone told them about the um, that Rainbow Liaison Unit, I'll call it that, um, and um, they managed to get a whole heap of evidence through to police six months later, um, stories in the papers about all the arrests, although, and I'm really cutting a long story short here, um, and um, except for the bit where two corrupt police officers were pulled out and um, the, um, we'll say the, I'll use the word, the person with the information said, I didn't even tell you that, Scott, because I still couldn't trust you. When we have these sorts of discriminatory, judgmental attitudes, whether it's discrimination in the legal or the lay sense of the word, it's not helping us do the right thing. And in that sense, um, it's time this changed. 
So what sort of things would work? Well, I touched on one, having um, you know, alleged discrimination cases with people with lived expertise on a panel and having equal weight and being given equal respect. And if anyone tried to silence them or not respect them, they'd be in trouble. There also needs to be a situation where the top brass of police make it clear that this behaviour is not tolerated and there are safe processes for people to police to speak up against police who behave this way, even if they can't do it on the, at that time, that they would have that later. One wonders whether some of the, um, we'll say, less well-behaved police intimidate their colleagues into not dobbing in. What sort of structure is there? And how policing is done needs a review um, where everything is open to question. Yes, go and catch criminals by all means. Everyone wants that to happen. But um, let's let innocent people be able to live their lives in um, in those sorts of issues when it comes to who they are in ways. And when we've got police who, um, you know, who are anti-law and order, anti-social, and if they're going against what their high command truly want, then we've got an, an insurgent element of police. That's highly worrying. So, um, um, you know, it certainly needs to be considered. And Roving is listening in. Um, and um, had sent in a few um, tweets. I'll, I'll do the police one first. Um, um, quote, let's not forget the incident with Nick Demopoulos and I better not say any more, um, you know, um, for the moment, given that there is ongoing legal action, they need a more holistic approach in their training. Well, I think that's a reasonable overall comment. I'd agree with that. Um, also, a couple of other comments in from uh, Roving. Um, harassment with, um, with privileged white men. Um, British MP Charles L. Feek has been found guilty of sexually assaulting two women only this week. He's engaged in um, forceful sexual advances for many years towards his parliamentary staff as he's expected to be sentenced on September 15th. Well, that's some good news. Also, in the last couple of weeks, there was a story about the way that the Queensland Liberal National Party was vetting candidates asking questions about sex life or something, but only asking them to women, which is pretty problematic. I'll have a check of your other link that you've sent me roving during the next track. So, yeah, huge issues. Um, um, and also, <laughs> roving said they should have stopped reading the Herald Sun. Well, that's probably good advice for everyone. And that actually, I'm going to digress here. Um, during the week, of course, James Murdoch resigned from the board of Murder Media, sorry, Murdoch Media, and, um, you know, um, citing editorial differences. Well, James, you've got lots of money. Why not set up a, uh, and influence, why not set up a media outlet that um, gives those views? Um, <clears throat> you know, um, and then that way there would be genuine competition to um, the uh, evil empire run by dear old dad, and we might get some balanced mainstream media. Gosh, um, they're, of course, good outlets, but they're smaller a big outlet that took took on the, well, close to the huge market power is a fair comment, would be really good. You've also said our media loves to engage in ugly stereotypes that um, um, permeate um, through. Um, well, yes, I agree with that, whether it's um, race, sex workers, etc. There was a horrendous article some weeks ago about sex work as we sort of moved through lockdown. So, yeah, lots to consider there. Again, if you've got thoughts, what else can we do? to lift police and as one of our listeners said a few weeks ago that there seems to be communication gaps throughout the ranks where perhaps some of the middle ranks the you know crusty veterans who are cruising to retirement and don't like this politically correct policing 
uh, perhaps need to take some early retirement and let some fresh blood and fresh ideas in. Um, out of the pan, 855 at gmail.com, SMS 61456751215, tweet at Sal Gold said so, and that's the bottom line. And look for the posts on Facebook, 3CR, um, 855 AM Melbourne, and on my page, Sally Goldner. In the meantime, let's have some more music. And um, what have we got lined up? Um, well, what's the time, Mrs. Wolf? It's time for your music. Um, here's a track from the Wolfgang Live from some years ago now, but um, it's a cover, and I'll tell you about that after we hear about too much stuff. 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. Yeah. 
Thank you. Yep, too much stuff. I'm going to have a lot of that. Come back to that in a second. 3CR, 855am, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. Um, first broadcasting noon till one, Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. Um, just heard from Diana Wolf and the Wolfgang live at St Andrews from many years ago. What a classic one that is. Um, um, the Wolfgang as the time were Diana Wolf on vocals, Brock O'Connor on guitar and Vox, Roy Zedris on bass and Vox and Peter Robbo Robertson on the drums. And they had lots of great guests on that one, um, including Broderick Smith on harmonica, uh, many others on the whole album. Excellent album of um, female-led rock and blues and music and stuff and stuff. Um, another message in from Roving. Um, yeah, um, that's okay, um, Roving. Um, um, and um, um, Roving said that um, Roving heard an quote an interview on a prominent gay radio station that was very interesting. Hmm, interesting to see what happens. I'm curious there. Um, and, um, yep, <laughs> cheeky Freudian slip. Who, me? Never. I deny it. Um, no, I don't really. Um, anyway, um, what, um, Transdemic is a wonderful podcast. We like um, good, um, you know, um, trans and queer radio and information and um, great piece of work done by um, the crew there. And um, they've got another episode out um, on social isolation, and I want to talk about this and also we'll have a look at some ways of connecting um, and what things that I think need to happen to do what connection we can in the these current times. So, yeah, the um, this week's episode, episode three, um, in this week's episode of Transdemic, um, that um, um, we have um, the situation of talking about social isolation now. Obviously, the isolation's hitting all of us in different ways. To use that word, it's been pervasive. Um, and I think we need every tip we can at the moment. So if you go to transdemic.com and look for the transcript, nothing better than a good transcript um, of episode three, Life Under Lockdown. Um, you know, so, um, you know, sort of, um, um, yeah, lots of um, things. It's good that also the... Um, the um, episodes of Transcript give a chance for music to trans people. Simona Castricum's The Half Light um, features um, some in this podcast. And so um, it's um, really, um, you know, sort of um, good to consider this. And, um, you know, sort of it's about the lines and the limits on um, social media um, and or on, on how we isolate this, and we're going to have to consider this carefully. Uh, I'm not going to speculate, um, but at the time of broadcasting, as we come up to 1 p.m. on Sunday, it's looking like there'll be announcements. Um, I think we have to brace ourselves for that. I think we'd probably all prefer to avoid it. Um, um, so, you know, sort of, um, you know, that um, people are, you know, sort of feeling really... Um, in this, well, the trans people quoted here are feeling sort of like they were going up and down. Um, Emma, for example, says on the podcast, if I tried to explain how isolated I felt during this period to myself six months ago, I would have thought, oh my God, you histrionic whiner, how ridiculous I feel so alone despite being surrounded by really great people just felt, yeah, as isolated as I could possibly imagine exists. 
Well, I think there is that, that in one sense, yeah, we've got all this internet and Zoom provided the ambience working, but, um, you know, we've also got all these issues going on that um, people are experiencing mental health issues. Um, and if I can be a little dry human, um, even introverts can get lonely, said the introvert. Um, and we don't have our supports at the moment. Um, and um, that there is these ups and downs, um, you know, sort of, um, you know, sort of um, trying to find some safe places, some, po- you know, some comfortable places, I think, you know, warm places are good too. And, um, and you know, there's all this um, sort of um, stuff going on. So it's been challenging, um, you know, and then, um, you know, we've also got um, the cost of courses. Yes, it's great if there's training or you might want to learn something new in these times. What if your internet access isn't good, for example? All these sorts of things going on. Um, but the irony is that there's been some um, degree of increase in accessibility. Um, you know, sort of, um, you know, so for those with internet access, there has been some improvement for some people with disabilities because they're more connected. But of course, if you are hearing impaired slash deaf and similar um, and no Auslan, then, um, then you know, what's the, what are the issues there? Um, so that, but also one person talks about, well, if I'm not going out, I'm not being misgendered, I'm not having issues in bathrooms. So, um, you know, what if you're not connected already? Um, you know, all these sorts of things. So there's challenges here. And we're probably, you know, um, got to try to keep learning. Um, and, um, you know, so there's huge ups and downs. It's a great podcast. Um, you know, sort of, um, we're not, um, you know, sort of, um, there's also issues about, um, which will come in, I think, a future episode. There's a bit of a touch on dating in the pandemic as well. So lots to consider, um, you know, that we need to think about. Um, well, home economics um, also needs considering. Um, so, yeah, lots to consider. Um, but the main thing is keep try to keep connected. And I want to talk about that in the final segment on the show today with some of the tips you can what to do to stay connected and also some things I think need to happen. In the meantime, um, let's have a listen to a bit of ZZ Top Um well, I'm not sure if this sums me up, um, but anyway, it's a track from one of their earlier albums. I'm bad. I'm nationwide. 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand. Out of the pan with Sally.
I know this guy over here, Dusty Hill. If you get tested for coronavirus, COVID-19, you need to stay home while you wait for your results. If you don't have any leave available, the Victorian government is providing a $300 payment. For more information, call the coronavirus COVID-19 hotline one 800 a 3CR supporter. This ain't nothing, no! 
If you get tested for coronavirus, COVID-19, you need to stay home while you wait for your results. If you don't have any leave available from your workplace, the Victorian government is providing a $300 payment. For more information, call the coronavirus COVID-19 hotline, 1-800-675-398, a 3CR supporter. In psychedelia, the knowledge with which they can go out and speak to people without feeling like what they're saying doesn't make sense. During the COVID-19 pandemic, in psychedelia continues to bring news and discussion about Victoria's drug policy and its many intersecting social issues. Find out how to subscribe to our podcast and follow us on social media. I just assumed there'd be more coherence around things like the law. Psychedelia does not condone or condemn people who use drugs for their choices. Our aim aim is to present the diverse intersections of psychoactive drugs and society. How we talk to young people about this inherent human phenomenon of seeking altered states of consciousness. You can hear in Psychedelia live every Sunday from 2pm. Head to 3cr.org.au for more. 2pm next Sunday. 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. Yeah, can't reiterate enough that, um, you know, if you are tested, um, please stay home. Um, No, it's so important at the moment and um, all looking, as I say, don't want to speculate, but, you know, um, looking like there will be tougher restrictions throughout both Metro and Regional Victoria announced as we go to air. It's now six minutes to one sometime this Sunday afternoon. Um, a few messages in. I'm going to just read this message verbatim, but I won't name the person who sent this message in in any way or identify. Hello, sir. Sally, listening to you, gosh, you're gutsy. I'm too scared to even tell you of my experiences. I found that when I changed my personal clothing choice of androgynous to clothes from the gutter and of no style whatsoever, the law laid off harassment. You are so correct in what you're say what you say is and so strong. Thank you. Well, thank you to I'll just say to um, I'll just say person Z um, in many ways. Um, yeah, it's not easy to be out and about. Yeah, it's sad that we can't be ourselves if we're just um, you know being if we're not harming anyone and certainly not disobeying any laws. Really important um, that that is you know that um, those sorts of things are you know, sort of sorted through. More messages in from Roving Reporter. Why is Victoria? Why are Victorians going into lockdown again? Are we an inherently selfish society? Can't stay home and follow rules. Too many freedom patriots amongst us. It's the vulnerable who suffer during a pandemic. Or oh, yes, you definitely agree with that. Um, um, and um, yeah, that a few knuckleheads. I mean, as for the person who, what was it, drove from Melbourne to Wodonga and back for a a well, a commercialised hamburger. Well, I suggest you listen to Freedom of Species coming up next and find out why you should go vegetarian. Um, but seriously, if you have to have one, do you really have to go? I don't know, five hundred kilometres. Just got to wonder if people have their um, pea brains screwed on in this um, day and age of self entitlement. Um, and yeah, it's, um, so Freedom of Species coming up next at one, and psychedelia at two. Um, Very quickly, things to help you connect in this time. Well, Roving has suggested Netflix and Pose nominated for an Emmy, although it could have have been nominated for um, more um, um, Emmys. Um, Some great apps on meditation. Meditation, it's something to think about. And Headspace, um, do good work. There are lots of good services out there. Very, very quickly, I would think that there needs to be um, a doubling of the number of um, mental health care plan sessions 
that you can do in this time. Um, many people have already run out of their um, 10 for the year. And we've, of course, in Victoria got worse to come. And I think that needs to be looked at very quickly. Other things you can do, and thanks to the Hares and Hyenas um, weekly newsletter, which I recommend signing up to um, things, things what you can do to connect. I'm just trying to find it here very, very quickly. Um, you've got um, um, things like, um, here we go, um, Kerry and Dolly's House Party on Facebook um, at Tuesday and Thursday at 7.30. Um, you've got um, Grumble Boogie. Um, um, lodge your support via social media. I'm not sure what that's about. You've got Auntie Bear and Zaza storytelling for kids Thursdays at 6 p.m. That's Australian Eastern Standard Time for all of um, these things. And Grumble Boogie is 10 a.m. on each day Australian Eastern on Facebook. So there's lots of things, but I think we're going to need more support um, in these times. Anyway, I'd better get out of here and make way for freedom of species and hopefully press the right buttons. My apologies for last week um, or two weeks ago, but um, take it out today with a bit of catfish. Um, No, not um, a fish in a river. The band headed by Don Walker in the late 80s, early 90s and from their unlimited address, um, My Backyard. I think we're going to need to know all about that in the next few weeks. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch you next week. listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.